0: Welcome back, folks, to yet another edition of the Baby's Corner podcast. I am your host, as always, Mike Bivens. We're back on the film side today. Um, I have three movies that I watched this week that we're going to be talking about on on this podcast. And I think I finally have a, a good method for both uh, how I want to record these and then how I want to release them as well cuz I do want to try to increase the the engagement on these podcasts versus the the sports one where all the attention currently is and um wasn't really the the intention of this podcast I mean obviously I'm going to keep doing it because it has worked it's been effective in getting people people's attention um so I'll definitely keep the sports with it that was always kind of the goal but just not as heavily as i've been doing it um but i do want to try to get some of those eyes over to the movie side so again this week we have three movies uh first one was lucky day which uh was uh, released on hulu this week it's actually a 2019 movie um project power is on netflix obviously that was the big movie of the week with uh jamie Foxx and joseph gordon levitt and then the third movie i watched was uh kevin james movie becky and that movie i had to rent on prime video um feels good to actually pay for movies from time to time so still do it Uh, but becky prime video movie featuring kevin james as a villain so i definitely had to check that out um part of my new format is to give the elevator reviews so if you've read any of my reviews on my website i try to give you like a quick 15 second or less type of review uh, at the top because uh, i'm very anti-spoilers when it comes to my reviews i don't like to give away things but sometimes when you get into the nitty-gritty of a deep review there's going to be some things you have to give away um so at the front I like to give that little elevator review tell you hey don't read beyond here if you've heard an if you uh don't want to be spoiled uh don't want anything spoiled for you. So I'm going to do that right now in the cold intro for each movie then we'll take the break and then I'll come back with a more in-depth review. So first things first uh Lucky Day. So Lucky Day uh, first thing that struck me when I watched it was that it had strong Pulp Fiction vibes. Uh, it's a bloody movie. Uh, it implements humor into its bloody moments. Uh, it's a solid story at the end of the day. Uh may be too absurd for some viewers. Um, but basically it follows like one guy who's just getting out of prison. And then it follows an assassin who apparently is looking for him and trying to find him. So, that's kind of the quick review for Lucky Day. I'll get into the more in-depth after the break. Uh, The second movie, Project Power. Again, that was the Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie on Netflix. Uh, Quick review, it has great visual effects. Um, There was a breakout performance from Dominique Fishback, who plays the the young girl who's selling the power pills. Um, Overall, it was a fun movie. Uh, but don't go into that movie expecting like an amazing story that's going to blow you away in any way. Uh, not quite on the old guards level, if you want to have a comparison there. And then finally, the third movie, quick review, uh, Becky. Um, it's a bloody movie, also. Uh, it's very intense. Um, Kevin James plays a villain who breaks out of prison and winds up at this kind of cabin in the woods type scenario with... Um, a family who's there uh, just to get away from things and he's looking for something that was in this house and basically has to hold them hostage while they're trying to figure out how they can escape. Um, I thought it was a very well thought out movie. Every place where you would want to put a hole in the plot they kind of have an answer for it. Uh, I definitely enjoyed it and uh, my mom did too. So... That just kind of tells you the quality levels. Uh, my mom's not really a big uh, action fan or anything like that, but she loves a good suspenseful crime thriller type movie. So, um, again, that's the quick reviews. That's if you have a little bit of knowledge going in. I try to I try to add a little bit more than I normally would for an elevator review since some of these movies you may not have ever heard of. But um, more in-depth reviews coming after the break. Okay, we are back, and I'm just going to jump straight into it. The first movie that we're going to talk about is Lucky Day, which, as I told you, was a 2019 movie uh, that came to Hulu officially this week. Um, There's no real big names in the cast. Uh, There's some some faces you may recognize from smaller roles in other movies, or maybe you're just a fan of these people, but... Uh, Standout performances in this one for me were from Nina Dobrev, who plays um, the wife of the main character, uh, Clifton Collins Jr., who plays a over-the-top probation officer of the main character, and then Ella Ray Quinn, who plays the main character's daughter. So, what's it about, right? the first thing, like I said, that struck me about this movie was that it had very, very strong Pulp Fiction vibes. And I say that as a person who, not really a fan of Pulp Fiction necessarily. I didn't watch it until like maybe five years ago. But um, definitely, definitely has a very distinctive vibe about it. And this movie right away, I, I kind of felt that. Um, I didn't confirm until right before I went to record this podcast that the writer of this movie was actually the co-writer of Pulp Fiction. So, obviously, uh, the Pulp Fiction vibes were clear and not copycatting because it was the same person that wrote Pulp Fiction. Uh, So, what's the story about? Once again, it's a guy. In the beginning, a guy gets out of jail. Uh, He's been waiting to get out of jail for a while. He gets out of jail, um, meets with his wife. They rekindle the flame, if you will. You see that he has his daughter. Some things have changed since he's been gone, but basically all that is all happy and fun. Uh, he talks about not going back to what he was doing before he went to prison, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, we have an assassin landing in Los Angeles off a plane, a French assassin with a weird haircut and a goofy accent, um, lands in L.A., immediately goes to committing heinous crimes like in broad daylight, Um and it's clear he's come to LA for a purpose, um, and it just kind of goes back and forth between the two uh, until they eventually are to meet. Uh, so the guy and his wife and the kid and his friends, all of them are very like low key, and you know it's his first day out. He's just reacclimating himself to society, um, and they are you. You get interested in them. You 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 root for them. You want whatever. Their plans are to work for them. You want things to go well for for our our main character. Uh, I believe his name was Red. And um, at the same time, you see how crazy this villain is. And you're wondering, first of all, why is this guy after him? Like, what did he do? Because we don't get real details about what happened until later in the movie. Uh, we get, like, some little bits and pieces here and there. They kind of hint to us what occurred, but we don't get the real answer until closer to the climax of the movie. Um, our villain has killed people in airport airport. Not not necessarily in the airport, but, like, in the parking garage of the airport. He's gone to a bar and killed people. He's killed people on the street. Like, he's just mad reckless. Like, he could not care less who sees him or who catches him. He's just out here just killing everybody. Um... And again, over-the-top accent, goofy, funny. Like it, It's meant to be humorous, but also sinister and scary. Like, like this guy is a clown, but he also might kill me type of vibes. So, um, things in this movie do get very bloody. Like, there's one scene where a guy, I won't, without any other context, a guy gets his head blown off while he's running, and he keeps running and like with blood like squirting out of where his head used to be type of thing so again very very bloody movie uh I'm not a big fan of that type of content the the extra bloody gory type stuff um I can tolerate it if the story is good enough but again Tarantino this guy they apparently you know they like the blood and it is what it is uh overall, I thought lucky day was it was a pretty fun movie. It was entertaining. There was some stuff that was like over the top goofy that you know if you're a serious person or you you can't take too much of the goofiness, it probably isn't gonna be for you um There's some mild to moderate sexual content really just uh, uh I think when the guy first gets out of prison, there's like a quick scene with him and his wife where you see his buns, if you will, and then Like, later in the movie, there's a scene where you don't see anything, but you hear, like, something happening in the background, and it's supposed to be humorous, but at the same time, it's kind of rough to, when you put, when you get the context. (laughs) Um, but yeah, other than that, the real problem for, as far as, like, uh, why it's rated R is probably the content, some of the language, um, the the content as far as, like, the, the blood and violence, um, Again, I thought it was okay. I'm not sure where I'm going to rate it quite yet. It'll end up in my every movie from 2019 ranked uh, list on my website. But if you want an idea of how the the critics and the audience on Rotten Tomatoes rated it, it currently has just a 10% fresh rating from Rotten Tomatoes critics and a 49% fresh rating from the general public. So, not great Uh, on the the rating scale. 49% fresh from regular audiences means it's kind of here or there. 50% like it, 50% don't. So, again, I think it just depends on who you are. Um, And again, if you like Pulp Fiction, then it's probably very much uh, up your alley. The next movie on our list is Project Power. That was the... Big release of the week. I wrote a review for Netflix Life on this one if you want to check that out. Um, if you want the link, just hit me up on Twitter at Bibbs Film or at Bibbs Corner or at MBibbs. Just hit me at any of my accounts. I'll get to the link if you need it. But uh, this was a movie with Jamie Foxx, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, and then it has like a lot of other sm- familiar faces and smaller roles as well. So. Uh again, big blockbuster type movie. What's the story? Uh a new drug has hit the streets of New Orleans that gives the taker abilities, super super bit powered abilities for 5 minutes. If they're lucky. There's also the possibility that taking this pill could kill them. Uh, We find out that this, during the course of the film, that this drug is being pushed by the government in some way, shape, or form. And they're testing it in, like, inner cities to try to get it perfected before they can sell it to foreign buyers. Um, So the main characters of the film are Dominique Fishback, who plays a, a high school girl who's selling these pills to try to raise money to buy her mother's medication because they don't have insurance. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a cop who kind of is like a not-by-the-books type of cop who's helping the girl out in some ways because she's supplying him with the pills that he's taking to become a super cop, if you will. Um, and then Jamie Foxx is chasing the suppliers because they took his daughter, uh, from him years ago, I guess, and before they started making these pills. And then you get his backstory, how they got his daughter, why they took his daughter, et cetera, and so forth um in this movie i thought they did a great job with the visual effects for the powers uh the only one i thought was questionable was the quote-unquote invisibility which was really more like a chameleon or camouflage type situation where you basically reflect whatever is around you type of thing um and that makes more sense when they show later that all the abilities are tied to animals in nature so This is something that was gleaned from like an octopus uh, to where they can change their colors based on their surroundings. Um, The movie is funny. There's one scene in particular that my mom was dying at and it was pretty hilarious where Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character breaks into the house of um, Dominique Fishback with her mom and pretends to be her boyfriend And if you weren't clear, Dominic Fishback is a black girl, so her mom is a black woman, and the skinny white dude comes out of the bathroom, who she's never met before, and starts pretending to be her boyfriend because she's being questioned by federal authorities, if you will. And so then when they start to question him being there, he's like, you're saying that I can't be in love with this beautiful black woman type thing. And he's got this fake accent going. It was it was hilarious. Um, And then he like pulls out his camera phone to start recording them. Like, you know, that you've seen the videos of people trying to cause a scene with authorities and blah, blah, blah. So that whole scene was funny. But there's little moments like that. Um, One fun, fun element for me They kind of probably took this movie to another level that it wouldn't have gone to had I not made this discovery at the time that I did. The character played by Dominic Fishback is a young girl who wants to be a rapper and she's actually very talented. And it was funny because um, in one of the scenes where they show her in school and they show her rapping, her classmate slash friend is the the new young up-and-coming rapper just named to the xxl freshman list uh chica and i actually just learned about her like within the past week i saw like a tiny desk concert with her and i was like yo this girl can rap let me Check out her stuff. I downloaded like her EP and a couple singles. And I've been like playing them all week. And then, of course, at the end of the week, I see her in this movie. It's like perfect timing. I don't know if it was just her, the way she was marketed. That this all fell together like this with perfect timing. But it was great. It kind of took the movie to another level for me. And, of course, I was speculating based on the way that Dominic Fishback's character was rapping. That they probably had Chica write her... I don't know if it's Chica or Chica. I'm sorry. They probably had her write her lyrics. And that's confirmed at the end of the movie. They say uh, lyrics um, provided by Chica. Chica. And um, I, most likely she was brought on as a consultant for the film. And they likely gave her that cameo as like part of the deal, if you will. But it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Took the movie to another level for me. And then like at the end of the movie there's a song... With both uh, the character and the actual rapper, uh, like rapping, she she puts out a out single and she like features the the actual rapper played by who was in the movie. Uh, I don't know that I just confused myself with the way I described that. Dominique Fishback's character like puts out a single or something and it's featuring Chica. There. <laughs> um, so anyway, the movie's fun. The visual effects are cool. Um, the thing that I think some people didn't like and the reason it's not blowing up like it could, the story's not really that unique or inventive and then there are a lot of little things where something crazy is introduced to a character or two characters meet for the first time and they just kind of accept things that the other is telling them way too easily. I'm guessing most likely that uh the movie probably was initially filmed 30 minutes or more longer than it is and they had to take a lot of stuff out um but basically it kind of hurts the flow in that sense and then you don't really get as into the story as you could or the, the meat of the story as you could because they they had to spend so much time during uh setting up the whole idea and then getting to the big uh finale type thing at, at the end um But yeah, I thought, uh, again, I thought it was entertaining, entertaining enough, good movie to throw on if you're trying to have a family movie night and bore, whatever the case may be. Um, As far as the critics, the Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 61% fresh rating, which makes it fresh. And then the audience has it at 57, which is right below the fresh threshold of 60, so Again, another movie that could kind of go either way depending on who you are and what you're looking for. If you're expecting some deep, earth-shattering story, you're not going to get it. Uh, If you're going to be entertained by visual effects and some laughs, then have at it. Um, That's pretty much all I have to say about that one. And then finally, we move to our last movie of the week, and that is Becky. So, Becky is a movie I had been hearing about uh, within the critic circles, I was on some lists of top movies of 2020 when I was putting together my hit list for movies I needed to see. And then my cousin posted about it on Facebook uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, all right, let me go ahead and get this movie off my list just so I can stop hearing about it and anticipating it. Um, and always the, the picture for it and then just seeing Kevin James on the cover as this villain kind of made it hard for me to hit play until this week but um he actually did a pretty good job with with his role uh besides kevin james you have joel McHale in the movie as well and then lulu wilson plays becky uh she's been in movies like ouija origin of evil and annabelle creation and then she had a small role in uh the haunting of hill house so uh she's been around horror for a while um apparently that's her thing (laughs) for now she's young she's only 15 so i I finally have a a lead in a movie who's under 18 for my awards for next year because i've been slack i've been lagging on the the under 18 people to to nominate so she'll be the first added to that list and i have some work to do on finding some other young leads uh this year so what's the movie about so, the film starts with Becky being interrogated, and so you know from the beginning that she survives whatever's about to happen. Um, then they hop back in time, and you see Becky getting out of school, and her father picks her up, and they're they're going on a little bit of a road trip. Uh, they get there and she thinks it's just going to be him and her but then his new girlfriend shows up so she's I mean she's a teenager obviously um, you learn that her mother had passed away and so she's still dealing with that and now she's got to deal with her father introducing this new woman into her life and you know she's not very excited about that situation as most teenagers would not be in that case I can speak from experience on that Um so she's dealing with that, and then the meanwhile, we're we're going back and forth between her and then Kevin James' character, who's in prison. We see him orchestrating somebody getting shanked in the yard, uh, and then we watch him as he's being transported from one facility to another, stage a setup to, to basically get himself free. Um, while Joel McHale's character, who plays the father of Lulu Wilson's character, Becky, is um, While they're traveling, they stop at a store. And you hear on the news that two inmates have escaped. uh, Or some inmates have escaped. They've killed some guards, blah, blah, blah. So you can see that those two things are happening simultaneously. Um, At the cabin, you know, Becky runs off into the woods to hide in some little shed that she's got out there uh, to vent and be a teenager. And while she's out there, Kevin James and his crew show up at the house and they are looking for something um things uh get interesting from there uh he now has kevin james has to take everybody hostage then he has he realizes there's this girl out there and he's got to take care of her and at this point becky has realized what has occurred and and she is mad at everything. She tries to outsmart them at one point. Uh, there's there's very Macaulay Culkin vibes with Becky. Um, like a, a more bloody version of Home Alone, in a sense, with how she decides to deal with these villains. And um, you just kind of root for her because, you know, here's this girl who's lost so much and she's dealing with a lot. You know, the teenage angst factor and she's getting this opportunity to let out all the rage that she has bottled up in her over losing her mother. Um, and it becomes like a fun, it's very bloody. There's one scene where I actually had to cover the screen, like not look at it because it was kind of rough to watch. But, um, overall, fun story, um, great pacing, um, Kevin James as a villain was actually way more fun than I expected it to be. Uh, there's, I don't know. There's not a lot of negative things I could really say about the movie besides the gore. Uh, if you like those kind of intense thrillers where, you know, there's a hostage situation, you don't know what's going to happen type of thing. Um, you got criminals who, you know, are capable of anything. Uh, I definitely would recommend this movie. Uh, Again, the only thing that can really kill, ruin it for you is if you are not a fan of like bloody, gory-type scenes, uh, which I'm usually not, but again, I'm still willing to recommend this movie. As far as the critics and the audience, Rotten Tomatoes critics have this one at a 70% fresh rating, and then the audience has it at a 60% fresh rating. So this is the only movie of the three that we looked at this week that has a both net positive rating from uh, from both the audience and critics so uh, again I rented it on Prime Video you can get it on Vudu, Fandango Now uh, or, or Apple um, to, to rent or buy uh, definitely like I said it's a movie I'll check I would check out I'm probably going to nominate Lulu Wilson for um, Young lead, for sure, and I may even throw Kevin James in there for fun um as a well, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if he'll be a lead or supporting, and then there's one other character I won't get into the details about him, but there's one other character I enjoyed. I've seen him in a lot of different things, but um never in a role where he got to really have a personality, and that's uh robert may maylette. M- m-a-i-l-l-e-t plays apex who is like uh kevin james right hand man so um really huge dude i think he used to be a yep he used to be a wrestler and um i don't know huge dude he usually just plays hired muscle and everything that i've seen him in so it was great to see him do get to talk and have a personality though but um, again, Becky, best movie I saw this week, Project Power number two, Lucky Day number three, if I had to rank these three in order. Uh, if you have any questions about either of the three, definitely hit me up on Twitter at uh at BibbsCorner, or at mbibs. Uh It was a fun week for movies. I'm probably going to catch a indie or two this week. Um looking forward to that, and... I will catch you then. Peace.